My name is Katie Klein-Peter, and I'm back with my fellow interns for another season of the Owl Olympic podcast. Today, I am joined by Bryce Gobert, Bethany Bruton, Spencer Rogers, Maddie Cruz, and Andrew West. To start things off, we're going to talk about baseball. The Owls baseball squad is set to start up very soon. Their first series will be against New Orleans on the weekend of February 17th through 19th. Those first three games will be at Stowell Stadium on Friday at 4 p.m., Saturday at 2 p.m., and Sunday at 1 p.m. This is, in fact, a shameless plug to come out and support this kickoff for the season. I, for one, am beyond excited for baseball to start as it's one of my favorite sports. The Owls are coming off of a phenomenal 2022 season. The last time we saw the Owls in action, they were crowned Ace Sun champions for the first time since 2014 after defeating the Liberty Flames 10-6. They also were able to solidify a win against Army West Point in the Hattiesburg Regional. Again, this was the Owls' first victory in an NCAA Regional since 2014. With all of that being said, the Owls certainly have a lot to live up to in this upcoming season. Additionally, there have been a few mentionable happenings going on within the baseball program over the offseason. First of all, Jackson Chirillo and Tanner Franklin were recently named to the 2023 Perfect Game Top 100 Freshman list. Chirillo is a native of Woodstock, Georgia. He played for Etowah High School, where he experienced a GHSA 7A championship appearance his senior year. This six foot five utility player at multiple positions will be a force to be reckoned with, especially with what his bat brings from the left side. Franklin hails from Jefferson City, Tennessee. He too is six five, but this right he offers up to a 97 mile per hour fastball. I'm looking forward to seeing what these two additions will do for the Owls. Owl Nation should be ready too. I think it is also important to mention that at the end of last year, KSU Baseball announced its inaugural Chris Holiday Scholarship recipient to catcher Aaron Posey. Chris Holiday was a part of KSU's 1996 NCAA Division II National Championship team. He tragically passed away on September 18th, 2020. The team honors his name with this award each year. There's a portrait of him in the boys' locker room to remind them of his passion for the game and his team. See, this is why I love sports. Yes, the live games and stats are always fun, but sports are much more than that. They provide an outlet for relationships between people and an overall display of life. The ups, the downs, and everything in between. I am honored to attend a university that represents the lives of those who left such a schedule legacy. Once again, baseball's right around the corner. I really hope to see so many Owl fans out on February 17th for the start of yet another memorable season. All right, well, that was baseball, so let's kick into softball. Bethany, what do you have for us? Yes, thank you so much, Katie. I am absolutely stoked for softball season to get started. Um, Really, the biggest thing going on at KSU softball right now is Taylor Cates. Uh, she actually represented Kennesaw State softball in the 2023 ASUN preseason all-conference team, and that conference was announced last Wednesday. Uh, she's also almost at beating a world record for KSU D1 history. She started in all 51 games with the Owls last season and set a single season record with only 18 more starts to pass Owl legend Jessica Cross for most consecutive starts in KSU D1 history. The honor marked her third consecutive season on the preseason team, and she was placed number 87th on Extra Inning Softball's Elite 100 on Monday. 
one more thing to note about her is they also named her as the seventh greatest third baseman in the country right now. So she is thriving, doing very well. We are very excited for her. And then the Owls were ranked third by ASUN preseason coaches poll behind only Central Arkansas and 2022 ASUN champion Liberty University. We hope the Owls can rise above even higher than third, but that is pretty cool for our Owls looking forward. They're going to start at the Stingers Classic in Montgomery, Alabama against UT Martin and Tennessee Tech on February 10th through February 12th. And then they will be at Bailey Park for their first home game on Wednesday, February 15th for a showdown against the Mercer Bears. So I think Owl fans need to show up and pack the park because this is going to be really good. Well, thanks, Bethany. Spencer, what's going on in men's and women's tennis? What's up, Owls fans? Spencer Rogers here, bringing you the latest news for KSU men's tennis and women's tennis. It was a great opening week to the season where we saw both men's and women's teams start off in a W column. On the women's side, they clinched their season opener in a thrilling matchup with in-state foe, Mercer Bears. Moving on to the men's, the Owls are soaring to start the season. They won their season opener versus the Mercer Bears. And they got two more tough wins on the road versus Alabama State and Sam. I had an opportunity to sit down with KSU men's tennis senior Harvey Conway. When I asked about the strong first week, he said it was very important to get off to a good start to propel them into their next matches. Upcoming this week, women's team is off after the matchup versus Mississippi Valley State on Wednesday is canceled. And the men's team has a home stretch versus Presbyterian on January 27th and versus Gardner-Webb Sunday, January 29th. That is awesome, Spencer. What about Bryce? What's going on in track and field? Yeah, so track and field is kind of just starting their season. Cross country finished up just a couple weeks ago. Uh, The New Year's now is here, which means the start of this track and field season. They just got back from the men's heptathlon where Jordan Fick finished second overall in the tournament, second in pole vault overall as well, where he now moved to eighth in program history with a 4.50-meter clearance, which is 14 feet and 9 inches. He also finished third in the 60-meter hurdles and ran an indoor personal record of 2 minutes, 54 seconds, and the 1,000 meters as well, which placed him in fifth. And the women's pentathlon, Olivia Brown finished third in her first career pentathlon, which was pretty impressive. Third in the 60-meter hurdles as well, with a time of 8.83 seconds, which tied for sixth in KSU Owls program history. And also she finished fifth in high jump with a 1.50 meter clearance, four feet, 11 inches. Also in this Sanford Moltis, Cadence Huntsinger finished eighth with 2,890 points. London White finished in ninth with 2,689 points. And Ansley Floyd Jackson finished in 10th with 2,582 points. The full KSU team, however, will return to action in just a couple of days on January 27th and 28th at the Bob Pollock Invitational in Clemson, South Carolina. So season just getting underway. Going to be really excited to see how this team can turn up the heat as the weather starts to get warmer here down south. Going to be a really fun team to watch. Yeah, Bryce, I really love a new and fresh season. I feel like the sky's the limit for these owls, and really, we just have to sit back and watch it. So, Maddie, tell us what's going on in lacrosse. Such exciting stuff going on starting on February 10th at 3 p.m., The KSU Owls will face off against the Reinhardt Eagles at Fifth Third Bank Stadium. Now, the KSU Owls are coming off their best season in school history, where they set a new record for the most wins in the season with an overall record of 11-7. 
Head coach Lauren Manis stated that the KSU Owls left off 2022 with a program best and are looking forward to pushing to even greater heights this season. There's also a lot of firsts for the Owls for this schedule this season. It'll be the first time that the KSU Owls um, play against Oregon at Oregon, as well as Manhattan at home. Queens and Lindenwood are also new members of the ASUN Conference, and it'll be very exciting to see what they bring to this season. As well as so I got to talk to Jordan Olivio, who is a freshman attacker for the KSU women's lacrosse team. She is one of 13 newcomers to come into this new season with Owls. One thing I found really interesting while interviewing Jordan was her experience with the Puerto Rico women's national team. They competed in the 2022 Women's World Lacrosse Championship, and even though she had an injury, she still went and learned about more about her sport. She described her experience as unreal and that she has made so many new friends and has also made so many new role models to look up to in this upcoming season. But it's very exciting. I'm excited to see what these KSU Owls bring to this season. It'll be very fun. For sure. For sure. Well, last but not least, Andrew, let us know what's going on in men's and women's golf. Would be happy to, Katie. Uh, yesterday, I had a great interview with Bella Kill. As we previewed the season ahead, uh, she gave us a great insight into the mentality of a golfer and kind of looking back at the fall rounds, trying to improve on what she did. She is currently the All-ASUN Conference second team last year and All-ASUN Conference this season. She's coming in with higher expectations. Last season, she was the ASUN All-Conference second team and the ASUN All-Tournament team. She got second in the ASUN Conference match last season. First place, the Owls took that. It was actually her teammate. So I got to talk to her a little bit about what it meant for her to share the podium with her teammate. And she just felt honored. And now she's looking to rise to that occasion and be on the lookout for sophomore Laura Jeknik. Last year, she's coming in as the ASUN All-Freshman team, as well as the ASUN Second Team All-Conference and the ASUN All-Tournament team. So she will be looking also to raise her game up to a whole new level this season. For the men's team, be on the lookout for newcomer Sean Cook, who has currently been the most consistent player out of the men's team. Uh, he's consistently gotten second in every match. And look out for the Frenchman, Hugo Lari, as he looks to improve his season. He's gotten best on the team in all but one match. He's looking to ride the horse high. All right, guys. Well, thanks for giving us some insight into your particular sport. I have an idea for this podcast this season. I think it would be really great if we do like a little segment that changes up each time. This time, I'd like to know something particularly interesting about your sport or something interesting you found out about a player while interviewing them. So for me in baseball... What's really interesting about this 2023 team is that 21 out of 37 players on this year's roster are new. So in saying that, 57% of the team will be making their KSU debuts this spring, which honestly could be a good thing. I think that this team is looking for some players to step up that are younger and they have their opportunity, that's for sure. What about you, Bethany? Well, I'm glad you asked, Katie, because we have a very special person who joined our team in the softball category last September, and this is her first season working with the Owls, but a few people might recognize the name because this is not her first season with the softball team. Her name is Bria Dickey, and she actually used to play here. She was a phenomenal player. Trip McKay, the coach of the softball girls, said that she was someone that he wanted in an assistant coach. And so um, Bria Dickey graduated in 2021 and moved away, but she is back to be the assistant coach for the softball team. And so we're excited to see what she does this season. That's really awesome. That's pretty cool. So how about Bryce? Yeah. Uh, for track and field, I'm going to do a little bit of combined thing here. 
if we look at just the last week, uh, so we'll look back to the week of January 18th, three owls from the men's and women's team were nominated for a son of the week honors two from the men's team one from the women's team isaiah rogers was nominated for a son field athlete of the week and malik hussey it was nominated for a son's men track athlete of the week and on the women's side caroline tim was nominated for a son women's track athlete of the week so glad to see that these owls are getting started early with these a son of the week nominations and look to see it continue and you know it just shows that the success of this program and how these owls continue to grow. All right. Well, Spencer, do you have something for us? I got the chance to ask Harvey about some topics other than tennis. So I asked him what everybody was wondering. If Harvey Conway could have any superpower, what would he choose? His answer, mind reading. There's no question mind reading would have his benefits on the court by knowing the opponent's next move. He assured me that if he ever gained his power, the opposition would be in trouble. Maddie, what's interesting about lacrosse right now? One thing that I found really interesting, especially when interviewing Jordan Olivo, is that she talked about her experience with the Puerto Rican women's national team and just the way that she talks about it being this profound and unreal experience that she had. It was very relieving and very interesting to hear what she had to say about it and what she learned from that experience and taking into all of that. Um, She even mentioned that this was actually the first time that the Puerto Rican women's national team had actually made it to the World of the Cross Championships. being a part of that monumental moment for that crew is just astounding. As well as I found out that we both have a shared favorite movie, which is Pitch Perfect, which is always fun. So we bonded all over that. I would say that's definitely the highlight of what I'm noticing right now. Yeah, I think what I got out of that with Pitch Perfect is y'all's favorite movie. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 100%. Are you kidding me? A thousand percent. All right. Well, Andrew, to wrap us up, what's something interesting about men's and women's golf? I got a couple fun ones for you. So we know KSU is an internationally renowned school and sports is no exception. The women's team alone has seven international players. The men's team has five. So this is already going to show that Kennesaw sports is having a profound impact internationally, which I found really, really cool, especially being from Columbia and being, you know, part of the international coalition. It's super cool to see all this happen. So in my conversation with Bella, I talked further with her about what her mentality is walking onto a course she's going to be playing three times in a row. And she said, you have to approach it as if it's a new course every day. You can't repeat the same thing you did yesterday or in a previous round on the same hole. You have to act as if this is a new course that you've never played before. Thanks, Andrew. Well, guys, that was a great first episode. I'm excited for Owl Nation to get to hear insights about these spring sports, as I think they have a lot to offer for the university. Be sure to come out and support these spring athletes. They work super hard in the offseason, and now it's their time to shine. So I definitely want to see Owl Nation out there. And yeah, so we'll see you next time, guys. Hootie hoot. Go Owls. Go Owls. Hootie hoot. Go Owls. Go Owls.